Drive gets inside, leans in, knocked away, it's stolen by Holiday. Now up for the layup, oh, blocked by James. To Curry, way down top, bang, bang. the Tiger. This kind of sick. Zion's gonna want out soon. Here's the thing, I don't think the front office of that organization, of that New Orleans organization, knows what the heck they're doing. What can I say? Mamba out. This is not a drill. This is an emergency podcast episode as there is huge news surrounding the Warriors and Draymond Green. I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with it since last night. Um, I know I was posting a little bit about it, but it broke the internet. There is huge news surrounding Draymond Green and the Golden State Warriors that after Tuesday's night win over the Portland Trailblazers, Steve Kerr addressed the media during the po- um, post-game press conference and talked about Draymond Green. We're going to break that down, what he said, the, the breaking news surrounding the Warriors of Draymond Green, what I'm shocked about in Steve Kerr's press conference, and was there favoritism at play with Green's incident and how that was handled when comparing it to one other incident that happened not too long ago. So let's just jump right into this. And before I continue to talk, um, let me get social media out of the way. Um, this is an emergency podcast episode. This is just a video that will be going on YouTube um, and all of our po- um, podcasting platforms. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Podcast, TuneIn, um, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, all those different platforms. We are there. We are very much active. We're pretty much on every platform imaginable, so just search us up. Course I heat, you do not want to miss it. Uh, social media, you can find us at twitter.com slash courtside heat, instagram.com slash courtside heat NBA, facebook.com slash courtside heat, tumblr.com slash courtside heat for anyone that still uses that. And those are the main ones. YouTube, YouTube is courtside heat, everything is spaced because that's how YouTube rolls. And yeah. That's where I'm mainly published, publishing to, and also courtsheat.com because A, that's the main website, and B, all of our content's there. That's from social media, uh, streaming platforms like podcast and just YouTube uh, video platforms. But yeah, without further ado, let's jump right into this emergency video featuring Draymond Green, and I'm actually going to let Steve Kerr explain everything so instead of me paraphrasing at first here's the minute in some odd second video clip of the huge press conference by steve kerr addressing draymond green roll the tape now i'm gonna get right to the uh, draymond situation and uh, i'll address that and then we can talk about the game um he is going to come back to practice on thursday um He's been fined. He will not be suspended. I expect him to play Friday in our last preseason game and and on opening night. Um, We have spent the last week in deep discussions with all of our key figures in the organization, including Jordan and and Draymond, of course, um, Steph, all of our 
our players, Bob, myself, and I can tell you there have been uh, a lot of conversations, individual one-on-one discussions, um, players-only discussions, um, everything that you can think of, all the different combinations that are possible in a, to have in a conversation. We've, we've had them. It's been an exhaustive uh, process. Um, we feel like we have a great feel for our team. You know, we've got uh, a lot of continuity on this team. So Bob and I know our players extremely well. And we feel like this is the best way after assessing everything for us to move forward. Um, it's never easy, no matter what decision you make in a situation like this. Um, it's not going to be perfect. Uh, this is the biggest crisis that we've ever had um, since I've been coach here. It's really serious stuff. Um, we're not perfect. You know, our team isn't perfect. Bob and I have definitely made our share of mistakes over the years, um, but we're going to lean on the experience that we have together you know, over the last nine years um, and trust that this is the best decision for our team. Um, we have a lot of work to do, all of us, uh, players, coaches, uh, Bob in the front office, but we're committed to doing that work together and uh, to making this a really successful season. Like I said, emergency podcast, that was Steve Kerr's press conference last night against the uh, Portland Trailblazers. That was the post-game press conference, right? Pretty standard. And he said, we're going to talk about Draymond Green, that situation, before we talk about the game. Because in the beginning, before the game, he'd kind of talk about Draymond, and he said he would after the game. That was, so we knew we were going to get something about Draymond Green, but to have it come out like this is pretty, I don't want to say bombshelling, but it's up there. So, uh, Steve Kerr, as everyone already knows in the video, I'm just going to go over it again. Steve Kerr says that Draymond Green will not be suspended, but fined for an undisclosed amount of money. The team expects Draymond to be back at first his practice. And play their final and play their final preseason game on Friday. Also playing their season opener game as well. Steve Kerr says that Jordan Poole was involved in the conversations with both Kerr and the front office about Green's return. Plus, Poole and Green also met with each other. So this is this is pretty big. So it seems like everyone has come back into unison, come back into harmony. Everyone's reuniting. Um, Kenny, he said, well, I don't know if anyone saw his comments about it, but he said this was being blown out of proportion, or that stuff like this happens all the time or happens to four teammates, four teams and stuff like that. So there were some guys who are saying that this was absolutely horrendous. There's some guys saying this is totally normal. People in the middle are like, this is being overblown. Just stop talking about this. It's going to get resolved internally. And it did get resolved internally. And Draymond Green took those few days away from the organization to get himself in check, to get himself all mentally cleared and stuff like that, just to let this thing blow over. And it did. Well, at least what we know publicly. We don't know what's going on privately within the internal uh, setting for the internal mood, right? But this is pretty big. This is pretty positive. Why? 
because yesterday on yesterday's podcast episode, you you guys know where to find our rating. We have it plastered throughout social media like Twitter, which is twitter.com slash Heat. We blast I blasted Draymond Green. I still don't like him. I, I still find him a bully. But that aside, I broke that down. I'm like, this could be the ugly divorce. This could be the final year of their marriage. Could that still be in play? Maybe, maybe not. But now what we know is this. Draymond Green is on good terms. Now, Steve Kerr said that Draymond broke their trust. But given that they had a relationship of eight years, they know he knows that things are going to get amended. They know things are going to go out smooth. But that things can be turned around for the better. That is pretty much summing up, paraphrasing what Steve Kerr said about Draymond Green's situation. And you knew a sit-down was going to happen between Jordan Poole and Draymond Green. You knew that was going to happen. So that was not unexpected. But now you do not have the ugly scenario of, well, are the Warriors going to trade Draymond? Is this going to be a very rocky, egotistical, intensified um, divorce where the locker room is going to be split? Where you may have Curry divided on his friendship with Poole and Draymond, who he sides with, and everyone else in that locker room, how management sees them and sees Poole. I would I would have loved to hear what Poole and Green were talking about in their meet up, like their sit down, their one on one conversation, just trying to clear the air, right? Just trying to clean the room out, just or whatever it's called, clear the room out, whatever. Um, again, this is huge for Draymond Green, the Warriors. This is huge for Warriors fans, but especially for the Warriors. Now, they don't have this huge headache where, okay, we have a guy that wants to get paid, who acted out. There's a legit beef between two important players on that roster, that championship roster. So, for that not to linger any further than, like, a week, two weeks, Publicly, what we know, we don't know if this could have been lingering on for months, privately, um, internally, right? Um, so to have that is pretty important that this got resolved, and for Draymond to come in, gel on a practice the right way, and to hopefully perform good publicly against whatever team they're facing in their final preseason game, it's gonna be important. Then, of course, opening night. So there's going to be time to mend the fences, to get chemistry back up, and just have all of the negativity out the window from all positivity come in. So that is very important. And I can't stress that enough. So for the Warriors to deal with that, this is huge. And you knew they were going to try to act on that as quickly as possible. You knew... That Bob Myers was not trying was not gonna let this go through that much longer. You knew Steve Kerr was gonna try to resolve this. You knew players. You knew Curry. Like I have a gut feeling that Curry was calling these guys up and they're like, "Look, we gotta squash this beef. This is bigger than our egos. This is more than just our individual selves. This is a team game. This is a team sport, and we are reigning champs right now. We have to set aside our egos, our beef." And just go in with the mindset of playing as a team, 
continue to grow with our chemistry to build that and to grow together better for another chance at a championship. Right? So you could have those conversations. Clay Thompson could have been involved. Um, there's different guys, of course. Andre Godala could have been saying something. Like, there could have been different guys that said stuff that has significance within the organization and less significance within the organization. But I think players came together. I think management, coaches, and all that stuff came together with Draymond, with Jordan Poole, because it's like, you got to resolve this. This is bigger than yourselves. What happened is in the past, and it has to be reconciled now. So that is very, very important. So trust has been broken, but it's going to be fixed. Kerr is optimistic that this can all smooth out, and he trusts Draymond Green to get this all smoothed out. So, yeah, team expects them to practice tomorrow. Team expects them to play in two days. Team expects them to be there on opening day, on, on the opening season game. So, that, that's all positive. And that was bombshell. You knew something big was going to happen when Kerr said, I'm not going to address it now. Before the game, I'm going to address at the end of the game, post-game press conference. And then he said, during the press conference, opening statement or opening sentence, instead of talking about the game now, I'll get to that later, I am going to talk about the Draymond Green situation right here, right now. Go. Let's talk about it. And he just went headstrong into that. He just catapulted right into that. He, he didn't shy away from that. He said for what it was. He said... Look, undisclosed amount of money is being fined against him, but no suspension. Now, you, everyone may say, well, the suspension may be the biggest thing that I'm shocked about in what Steve Kerr said in the whole situation revolving around the altercation of Draymond Green and Jordan Poole. Well, here's what I'm shocked about in Kerr's press conference. It was the fact that this was their biggest crisis within the organization. And let's be honest, he's right. I can't think of another time where the Warriors faced this, this much adversity in their own locker room. Think about it. You had, yes, you had the beef between Draymond Green and Kevin Durant, but that didn't result in an altercation. Maybe in um, a verbal altercation, if there's such thing. I have no idea if there is, but if there was like uh, heated moments verbally, then yeah. Or if you had moments where it's like, you know what, I'm not dealing with you, and it got a little, got a little chippy, it got a little heated, got a little uh, um, unsettling. If you want to use those words, go ahead. But I can't think of a time where the team faced this kind of adversity within their own locker room. It's not like they're going up against rivals. They're going up against their own teammates. And that's not good. You never want to have adversity within the locker room, especially when you have a rising star and a seasoned veteran that's knows a thing or two about the game of basketball. So you do want to avoid that at all costs. Um, so that's what I was shocked about. Because I never thought about it in that way. I never thought about that perspective before that or that mindset of this is our this is a huge task. And this and no one he said no one's perfect. And he was holding himself accountable, Myers accountable, the players accountable. 
there was supposed to be responsibility there. But he said bluntly, they've never faced anything like this before. And they are correct. Publicly, I cannot think of anything. It, or were there disputes that were swept under the rug that the media couldn't get to? 100%. But, I can't confirm that. But you have to imagine. Because everyone's human, everyone makes mistakes, and everyone gets heated at times. And there are disagreements, and there are confusions, and there are things where it's like, whoa, I can't do this. Hold up. But, yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, and now that uh, Golden State Warriors head coach Steve Kerr brought it up, this is the biggest crisis during his tenure, during his entire run as head coach. That's pretty significant. Tells you what kind of head coach he is, keeping that locker room in check, the players that he has, helping them, and just everything in general. I just find that very interesting. You go back to the beef of KD and Draymond, but nothing turned to an altercation. Again, you're going to have those tiny disputes, you're going to have those tiny disagreements, you're going to have those uncomfortable moments, but nothing led up to an altercation or um, suggesting a fight was going to break out, or this one-sided affair was going to break out. Um, so I found that pretty shocking. I really did. And when he said that, and I, when I was watching that back, listening to that back, I was like, wow, he's right. This is the most adversity they faced within the locker room, maybe his entire tenure. And that says a lot. But when things turn physical, that is going to be the main thing people are going to focus on. Because it's like, whoa. And then you have the footage that comes out. So there's a lot of adversity. There's a lot of hurting going on right now. In that moment, before that moment, and after that moment. And now, hopefully everything's being reconciled. Hopefully everything's being mended. That's what you're hoping. You're just hoping that Kerr wasn't saying this. To get the media off their back and to put the Warriors and those two players back on the good terms, back on the good light. Hopefully he wasn't just saying that. I don't think he was saying that. I, I couldn't see Kerr just doing that. Just to do, just to say. So I'm going to take him at his word of what he was saying. Because Steve Kerr is a respectable head coach that has done many great things in this league. As a player and as a head coach. And that's undeniable. So, I, and throughout all of his previous press conferences, he's never one of those types of head coach just to say things to say and just to have misdirection. He seems like the type of head coach that's going to address it if he feels those needs to be addressed publicly, right? And I respect those types of head coaches. But we got, we got some stuff. Like, there was some shocking stuff. That was some shocking stuff. You had the breaking news surround him and the Warriors. Right, all of those minor details and major details, and those are important. Like you cannot miss those. You need to know those. Yeah, just pretty crazy stuff. Pretty crazy stuff. How quick has the narrative shifted from friends to frenemies, or maybe full-blown enemies? To now mending it back to frenemies to friends. I, I don't know how that's going to play out. We got a whole season to find out. Man, I wish the NBA had like hard knocks. Like, I don't even, like, like court knocks or something. But you know that HBO Max show, Hard Knocks, where 
It goes deep into a football team, follows them around for I don't know how long. Uh, I really never watched this show. I've seen clips, but I know what it is. But they focus on one team. I wish we could have that for the Golden State Warriors. I wish we can have all this just being watched weekly. And we could just see everything unfold. I would find that amazing. I would love to see that. Court knocks. Uh, hardball. Hardball knocks. I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. All I know is that it would make a really good entertainment. People would tune into that. I don't know. But I don't know why I was thinking about that. Anyways. I want to address one more thing before I sign off on this emergency podcast episode. This YouTube video. And this is that. And I want everyone to realize this. And it's this question. So lastly. Is favoritism at play with how Green's incident was handled when comparing it to Bobby Portis' incident when he was a Chicago Bull? Uh, Bobby Portis, NBA champion, who won a champion with the Milwaukee Bucks, who also played for the Chicago Bulls. Look, maybe people don't remember though, but I, I kind of do. You forget, but he started out his career with Chicago. But then he went with, then he was traded from Chicago to the Wizards in 2018. Then played a season with the Knicks. But then signed with the Bucks and he's been there since 2020. But yeah, there was Yeah, there was some heat. Like he was I'm not gonna say he was like a mini bad boy during his time during the Chicago Bulls, but he also punched the player. Punched a teammate. There was an altercation. And he was suspended. He I think he was also fine. I can't remember. But I think he was like suspended eight games. And Bobby Portis, after that press conference, was upset that Draymond didn't get a suspension after Portis got a suspension for doing the same exact thing when he was with the Chicago Bulls. Portis tweeted, quote, it's cool when they do it. It's a problem when I do it. End quote. And he was using an exclamation point to just set that tone that he was upset. Now, I want everyone to understand that did teams see things differently? Yes. Did the Bulls see things differently than what the Warriors saw? Yes. But favoritism among the league? No. The NBA both times did not get involved and let the and they let the teams assess if it was worth suspension and fine. So the league was making this a team matter. The league did not get involved and the teams assessed if it should have required suspension. Warriors favored no, Bulls favored yes. It's just that simple. Bobby Portis got suspended and I I, I can't remember the footage. I can't remember how bad the altercation was, if there was any footage that was a leak, I can't remember, it was a long time ago. Um, but the Warriors felt that it did not deserve a suspension, as they know more about the situation than we do, clearly, obviously. But it all comes down, if the, now it would be one thing if the NBA came down on these guys, and they hand out suspensions, and they were deciding who to give suspensions on, who not to give suspensions on. Funny thing is, is that you had these moments where it's like, 
why is this fair to us? But no, the league did not come down. The league did not intervene. The league did not give their two cents. It came down to the team. This is a team matter. The team made the judgment call. And the judgment call was he's guilty of suspension. He's not guilty of suspension. That's just how it goes. So while favoritism may seem like the obvious answer on why Portis got suspended and Green didn't, and there's all these different aspects of like Green's the more famous player, the more credible player, the more known player, the more out there player with a bigger audience, right? Who's with a more established team that has like a who's with a dynasty team, right? Here's the saying. Here's the saying. I think that all gets thrown out when it goes to a team matter. When it's issued by the team and not by the league, they're all bets are off and you don't talk about it anymore. I honestly believe about that. I think that narrative, I think that point of view, that perspective gets thrown out the window. And I honestly believe that. And I but here's again, I respect people that still come from there. But here's the thing, I just don't buy it. I just don't. I'm being honest. I just don't. Look, um, I'm not too uh, concerned about Bobby Portis. It was his cool piece to add, but Draymond Green is still a warrior. Somehow the marriage is pivoting, maybe not going to a divorce. He will be playing the regular season opener. He will be closing out the preseason. And the Warriors just have to go from there. Just have to isolate and detain this crisis and just bring it to its knees, right? Uh, to give a little personification, right? Um, and that is that. This this is pretty crazy when you think about it. It's shocking and not shocking, but it's very much shocking if that makes sense. You just got all those emotions run high. You got those feelings run high. Got a lot to process. If you're a Golden State Warrior fan, you're lucky because now you don't have to go through all that drama. Pretty much contingent upon that does not go deeper. There's not more issues. So looking at that, if it's just stopping right here and it's just about basketball from this point on, and there's uh Kumbaya amongst these players, amongst those two players, Poole and Green, okay, we're good. But then if it intensifies and then it gets real bad, ooh, trade on, it's going to look fun. This season's for y'all going to look fun. But yeah, that's all I got for y'all. I'm going to be signing off now. This was the emergency podcast episode. Video is going to be live everywhere. Audio edition is going to be live everywhere. You know where to find us. You know where to find Courts of Heat. Do not miss it. Podcast Friday, Saturday. If we have to make another emergency video, we will do it as the podcast is two days away. But I will make another video today or tomorrow. I do not care. I am here breaking it all down. I will see you guys on the next podcast episode. Peace out. I'm signing off. Have a great day.